I know when your eyes suddenly go really far apart that you don't know what to say. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm the only one here. You're just staring. My eyes are so you're far apart staring. anyway. My eyes are so far apart. Staring. What did someone say the other day? You're a doc- like a Dr. Zeus character. That was, it was, that was true. A, it, it was amazing. Like some grumpy, grumpy cat. I know. <laughs> I'm going to put it up. Can I put it up on the thing? You can. On Instagram. Also, by the way, speaking of your eyes. They're very far apart. What, no, but what's good about you, Kai, is you can be anyone from anywhere. Like you could be like. Scandinavian, a little bit inwit, or like, didn't someone actually think you were Chinese? They did. So, two things. I've got uh, probably 325 degree vision. I can't just see that last, <laughs> that last 15 degrees is missing because my can, eyes are so far. It's like if I could lick my eyes as well, they'd confuse me for a gecko because they're so far well, you can see people coming. You can't sneak up behind, Kai. Definitely can't sneak up behind me unless you're right in behind. But yeah, someone did think I was Chinese once upon a time. And I'm, uh, I've actually had a DNA test that you bought me for my birthday. Yeah. And it proves that I'm 100% European. So oh, I've got nothing weird. to do. Yeah. So nothing at all to do with Chinese. But what did they think you were Chinese? Who thought you were Chinese? So I was um, at a restaurant once. Uh, picking up some food at a Chinese restaurant and just standing there minding my own business. How old were you? Nineteen. Uh, <laughs> and this bloke comes up to me and he goes, "Oh, hello. Are you are you allowed to do the accent here?" Well, yeah, I guess that's not really how racist. he sounded, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. It's not really because he was be Asian, racist. is what you're yeah, saying. I'm trying yeah. to be my best Asian accent without um, being racist. Being racist. Yeah. Okay. Let's so just preface guy, that with that. Okay. Yeah. So this guy comes up to me and goes, "Oh, hello. Are you Li Wei Wong's son?" And I've gone, no, I'm not Lee Wee Wong's son. <laughs> and he thought I was dead set Asian. Well, and that- he goes, oh, I thought you were Lee Wee Wong's son. That works in the kitchen here. And I've gone, oh, no, nah, sorry. No, not wrong what, person. What's amazing is that he was Asian thinking you were Asian. I know. Which is the best compliment ever. But I think that's quite cool that like, an you know, someone who was actually Asian mm. thought you were Asian as well. Oh, I'll take that Don't as a compliment think? then. Anyway, he was right behind me and <laughs> I saw him oh my with God. my 317-degree vision. Yeah, it's because you're a bit tired. They tend to kind of go a bit glazy and like, wah. Oh, I've just been too, too, too much lately. Anyway, Kai. Right. Uh, I interviewed Erin Scammell, fashionista, which is not, she's not fashionista. She's a stylist. Fashionista makes it sound a little bit not great, but she's great and she's a stylist. Ooh, can I ask you what did you talk about? Well, can you guess? We talked about styling. But in regards to, you know, the things that you can already do in your wardrobe, Kai. I love doing things in the wardrobe, Clara. Oh, yeah. It's nice and the, private. With the clothes that you already have. but actually, Or, did, or not. We didn't on. touch on male, male styling, though. Actually, that can be episode 2.0. Oh, all right. Okay. She's gone through your wardrobe before with you. Yes. Did you actually have she the podcast did. in there? No, we should have, right? You should have. Okay. It was so a bit crazy. Your, your wardrobe's gone from basically full on to not much at all. I know, but it's brilliant. Is it really? Yes, I love it. Okay, so you've just got garbage bags and garbage bag loads of stuff that you would have thrown out. Well, I'm going to sell some of it as well, reuse, recycle, make money from. Good. You know, if anyone will buy it, that is. Can I have some rags for work? No. Oh, the rag, the bag of rags. Mm. Actually, well, yes. I've okay. got some stuff. Good. Thanks. You can use some bag ranks. Oh, sick. Yeah. So you're wiping down stuff with someone's dirty crutch. <laughs> I don't think. Like, yeah, probably. In the workshop. Yeah. Never thought about that. Oh, that is so like The undies fabric. 
is um, like a very non-fluffy sort of fabric. And oh, it's, it's amazing. Nice cotton fabric. Yep. What did you get? Do you hang on in those bag of rags that you get from Bunnings that you pay for? Are there undies in there? I don't know. Oh my gosh! Imagine if there was like skitties, like you pulled out these old jocks. Come on! And there were skitties in there. I remember being at an op shop once upon a time, and there was a lady who just brought in a bag of <laughs> bag of clothes. This was up in Sterling. You, you might oh, have even been with me, but she, in there, there, there was knickers. there was dirty knickers and dirty <laughs> socks. And Are this you lady. serious? Yeah, she like someone had left it at the front door as a donation. But <laughs> yeah, it was nothing have but, this. <laughs> it was nothing but. Dirty clothes. And she just pulled them out with like two fingers and goes, look at this. And I've gone, that's gross. She showed you. Look at this, customer. <laughs> would you like Would you like these dirty undies to wipe, down your, wipe down your benches at work? <laughs> Speaking of poo in mm. undies, oh, you know we how go. we were talking about our poo stories? Last week we asked mm. if anyone uh, had a poo story and to, you know, email us. So if you do have a poo story... Please email me or get onto Facebook and just PM me. It's a soundbowlproductions at gmail.com. And uh, we had a few poo stories already. Really? Yeah. And Kai, we're going to do a competition. So the best one wins a prize. Do you, do you think this is going to be a high rating thing on your podcast? Oh, who cares? I think it's hilarious. All right. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I'm entertained. If you're not into, come on. Everyone has. Has a poo story Everyone in does. some shape or form. If they don't, they're lying. They are. Like they I was are. saying, like even the Queen would have a poo story. Oh, but she, she would never reveal it. Oh my God. You have to make that your challenge to We're get kidding. the poo story like from famous. the Queen. Yeah. Well, Lady the Gaga, Queen. we got that po- that poo oh, story, yeah, right? That's gross. So, yeah. But anyway, do you want me to read this email that has come in? Are you going to read the whole I'm thing? I'm going to read. Is that okay? That's okay. Go. Okay. This is from, let's call him Trevor. Oh, Trev's poo story. Okay, so this is it. Ready? One Saturday morning, I went to visit my mother and my auntie was there. And my favourite part is this exclamation mark. And my auntie was there, like, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor. She'd bought with her a lovely vegetarian lasagna. She insisted I try some, so I did. I'd already devoured some wheat bigs earlier on and I didn't eat anything else that afternoon, but I'd started the gastrointestinal bomb. (laughs) <laughs> so lasagna, veggie lasagna and wheat fix together done it. I'm surprised that that's done it Anyway, uh, that night my brother and I went to a Chinese restaurant This is, why would you even go there? That's <laughs> actually very well written, Trevor I know Went to a Chinese restaurant in the city And for the first time ever we had our own meals <laughs> Because you normally share at every Chinese restaurant. I wonder if for the first time ever, I think it's the biggest deal that Trevor. <laughs> wonder if Lee Wee Wong's son was there. <laughs> the real Lee Wee Wong. I'm going to find the real Lee Wee Wong. Anyway, we don't care. All right. Are okay. you loving hey, you this? Are you loving you know this? <laughs> it's nothing to do with poo already. I know, but it's already so got hilarious. a great story. Okay. So they're at the Chinese restaurant having their own meal. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you're a winner. Okay, let's continue on. I'd ordered the braised chicken and rice. (laughs) Okay, get it together. Leaving the restaurant, I drove us both to a pub and I drank a boutique beer. (laughs) He's a classy guy, Trevor. Upon leaving quite late, I craved a coffee. Oh, no. (laughs) He's just getting worse. Like, you can just see it amount. He's already having intestinal problems. (laughs) He's compounded the braised chicken 
And then a coffee. Everyone we, knows coffee is a laxative, has a laxative effect. But let's 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 just break that down. <laughs> if you actually wrote down everything you ate during the day, oh. you're going to have an atomic bomb sitting in your guts. You're anyway. going to find something in yep. there. True. Okay. But Trevor's just making a point of that. So he's got the coffee. Okay. And um, so we drove through a fast food restaurant, and I also ordered a small burger as I was still hungry. <laughs> That's because you had your own meal for the first time. If you share, if you, you share, more. you get more. I'm going to try not laughing. So this is where all hell broke loose. As we drove off, I felt a sudden twinge in my stomach and the sudden need to defecate. Driving, I thought I could hold on, but suddenly a warm sensation was trickling down my leg and I'd realise it was too late. Oh. As to not further embarrass myself, I pulled over into a side street, took off my jeans and proceeded to crap all over the sidewalk to my brother's amusement. <laughs> <laughs> like on bridesmaids. Oh, so good. Finishing up, the only thing I had to clean myself up was a band poster in the back of my car, which I sat on all the way home. <laughs> It's uh, brilliant. Love the, I, I love the detail. The I love the sitting good. on the band poster, like a really, really thick, big, what, A3 piece of paper. I wonder which band it was. Oh, maybe. You have to write well, back to Trevor and ask what uh, band What if it was Trevor's was. band? He won't want to tell us. <laughs> might have been like, you know, someone that we all don't like. Or might might have been Lady Gaga. Oh, her band poster. Yeah. Oh, imagine Could that poster afterwards. Not pretty sight. No, that's oh. reality bites. From the best part of it was the lead up, actually, oh, of that no, story. That was good, Trevor. Good. That is gold. It's going on our um, on our list, and there will be a prize. Stay tuned. So keep an eye out on Facebook and stuff, and Instagram, and all those places because we will be talking about what kind of prize it is. It's, and it's not a whoopee cushion. No, it should be. Oh, anyway, it's very good. I like that. Thank you. Please, for our amusement or tomorrow's amusement, so to yeah. speak, write oh, them in, but make them detailed because every poo funny. story, oh. every poo story. Is detailed. It's all about the details. Mm-hmm. It's all about the details. Anyway, we right. should listen to Aaron's Erin's uh, podcast. Do we have a jingle this week? We don't. No jingles. Good. No jingles. Because I wasn't asked and I would be very disappointed if there was. We don't have one because we are moving house very soon and I haven't had time to Ooh. do it. And I want to I want to owe it some time. Give it all my give it my best, honey. And I want you to be part of it. Oh, no worries. We'll talk to me in about five weeks' time Yeah, when I'm not so busy. Well, let's listen okay. to Aaron and the Stolen Stylist. All righty. We find the defendant. We find the defendant. Oh, that wasn't my fault, was it? Find the... I'm sorry. So sorry. Find fault. Oh, I'm so sorry. Guilty. The Guilt Trip. Okay. Hey, Erin, thanks for coming on the Guilt Trip podcast. Absolute pleasure. Well, I had to have you on because, well, you're you're a styling extraordinaire and I say that because I never actually met anyone who'd done styling. Like when you, when I first met you and you said, I'm a stylist, um, I instantly thought, oh, you mean for like houses, like when you sell them? And you're like, no, for clothes. <laughs> And for people who wear clothes. This is true. I was like, is that a thing? I mean, I know it's a thing, but a thing that you can do in Adelaide, you know, or that people do. That's right. That's not just for celebrities. Yeah, I know. It's for for everybody. Absolutely. And from what I've learned, a lot of people need it. Let's face it, I needed it. Tell us about your business. It's The Stolen Stylist, which we did a jingle for a couple of um, podcasts back. Yes, that's pretty amazing. (laughs) If I do... (laughs) But tell us about the stolen stylist. Like, where did that whole concept come from? So, 
the idea behind the stolen stylist is is reflecting on styles from past eras. So um, I suppose there's the element of stealing style from previous generations. So, you know, what we wear is cyclical in style. So it goes in cycles. So we've seen the 70s come back. We've seen the 80s come back, the 90s, and now the noughties are even starting to come back. Which What's is the noughties? What was that? There's that like the... The T-shirts under dresses and long, like, floral things going on. I'm seeing some of that. Look, there were elements of that in the noughties, but there were things in the noughties that we don't want to see come back. So think Britney Spears, (laughs) super low-rise jeans and G-string out the top. We don't want to see that again. No. But there are certainly elements in makeup even that we're seeing again, but obviously I'm not a makeup artist, but we see it come around and around, which is why I called the business The Stolen Stylist because it's an idea of – you know, stolen styles from yes. previous. I thought it was because you actually stole other people's ideas. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, look, and there's an element of that in fashion, isn't there? Because you, there's, all the time, surely. You know, so you are, in fact. So it's it's um, taking away the stigma of the negative stig- stigma associated with stolen, and just sort of appreciate. It's more of an appreciation of yeah. what's happened before. Sure. Yeah. That's a very cool name anyway. How did you get into fashion firstly? You've had many hats and done lots of crazy different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done presenting and acting and all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. What led you to fashion? Have you always been interested in it? or So a, a way that I like to put the origins of my interest in fashion was as a kid. Um, I was very sporty and did all of this. Um, but in my bedroom, my sister's in their rooms, Prue, my eldest sister, she had on the walls pictures of musicians, you know, and so, you know, Bon Jovi, for example, was a main feature on her wall. Emily, my my other sister, had pictures of, you know, celebrity boys that were hot, you know. Yeah, Christian Slater, Johnny Depp. No, that was more Prue. So Emily was more like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, (laughs) JTT. JTT, that's it. She had him. And on my wall, I chose to have Vogue editorials. So oh I had like... God, it started young. It oh, that's did. So, And I, I just liked the look of the, the editorials. So, but I didn't think that that was anything other than an interest. I went through the process of, you know, working in different industries. And when I was working as... Um, look, I, I was a journalist for a bit and I was a... I don't know what else I've done. I've done lots of things. I was a teacher for a bit. And when I was a teacher, I overhauled yeah. the dress code policy for the school that I worked at because there were some issues there. Oh. And I was asked to change that. Wow. Um, so that was another signal. What, hang on. What did they go from? So what were they wearing, like culottes? And you've got them wearing like, I don't know, Louis, like, we will be having Louis Vuitton scarves with, <laughs> is, I don't know, like what did you no, do? No, because I'm not about promoting Uber designer no, pieces. that's true. I'm about I just like talking about that. Pre- He's like, can, can we have a Louis Vuitton scarf, please? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Um, uh, for me, it was about being fair and being equitable in the approach to the dress code. So what was yes. current, what was happening at that point was you weren't supposed to expose your shoulders as the, fe- the female staff body, well, male staff body too, I guess, but they weren't wearing singlet tops. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a staff member would come in and get told off for wearing sort of a tank and then another staff member would come in wearing a spaghetti strap and not get told off. So it was there was a bit of disparity yeah, there that there? needed to be, you know, yeah. solved. Sure. And so that's what happened. Oh. I sort of went through and did the the quizzes and, you know, all that boring stuff and, and, and made sure that it was fair, that everybody had an input and a say. And, and so then I designed the dress code 
expectations with visuals, etc. And anyway, so oh, that wow. was just a, that was just a sort of a moment where that's really boring. But no, it's not boring. You know, but that was that was a, that was a, another signifier. But it wasn't actually until I had the kids. It started when Willow was born, my eldest. And I was like, right, I'm going to start this business, which may still happen, but I won't describe it too much now. But it was it was a style-related business and and it sort of grew from there. And I, you know, trained at the New York Institute of Art and Design and got my personal styling qualifications and, um, yeah, and then it's sort of here I am with and the style. And you are stars. looking smashing. Well, Erin, see, every time um, we do the kindy drop-off, I'm like, wow, look, Erin's got it together. Whatever she's wearing, I'm like, where did she find that thing and what is she doing with that and how she's got that going on? It's, it's yeah, it's it's a little bit intimidating. Um, <laughs> no, it's nice. It's lovely. It's actually good to see people, like, dressed up because I think that's a fault that I don't know if it's an Australian thing. It's probably different in Europe, I noticed, when I was there. Like, people get dressed up just to go to the supermarket. Yes. But here, it's so easy to be daggy. We just have it, I think, in our culture that being dressed up, oh, you, it's a tall poppy thing maybe. Oh, like, who is she to be dressed up on a, on a Monday, you know, when that bright outfit? Like, what's going on there? Do you think it is a cultural thing? Uh, for Aussies to be kind yes, of slack. I I do because I have people saying to me, you know, oh, I feel like I shouldn't dress like this when I exactly what you said when I go to kindy pickup. Like yeah. another person has said that to me, and I'm like, why? Um, I lived in Roxby Downs, actually, in you know central northern South Australia, and um, the mining town. And when I was living there for about two years, on and off. I made a deal with myself and a a friend of mine, actually Tracy is her name, she's lovely, she was a bridesmaid, she's a dear friend of mine. She always presented herself beautifully, you know, Mm. made the effort regardless of of the occasion, whether it was school pickup or otherwise. And and I remember being inspired by her to be like, you know, I've, Mm. I've been living in Sydney, I'm now in Roxby Downs, you know what, I will present myself regardless of the occasion because Mm. why not? feel good about yourself and how you present yourself to the world. And so I try to encourage clients, friends, family and otherwise um, to just be yourself. If you love dressing in bright, bold colours, do it, you know. Whatever it is that is you, that you feel confident, don't worry about what other people are thinking. No. Just dress for you. Well, I noticed when, because you did what's called a wardrobe edit, which I didn't, I mean, apart from it being a declutter, it's more than that, where you go in and you go through every piece of clothing, this is what Erin did, every piece of clothing, and you look at it, do you wear it, can it go with other stuff, all this type of stuff, and then you clear out three garbage bags, because that's what I did, and Erin's holding up things going, are you serious? And we had to like, chuck stuff in a pile. It was very funny. It was a very funny. It was experience. hilarious. It was, it was hilarious. It was so much fun. But, it was good fun. You know, you're very entertaining tomorrow. <laughs> no. So it makes any occasion really fun. I mean, some things you were holding up and going, like you didn't even have to say anything and I'm already going, oh, no, why do I even have that in my wardrobe? But the point is afterwards, everything I chose to put on, it was nice stuff that I wanted to wear. So you're right, it does make a difference. When you put something nice on, you're like, it makes you feel better. You do feel more put together. And when you are feeling put together on the outside, you also feel put together on the inside. (laughs) But it's true. It's absolutely true because if you you put slouchy clothes on, you know, really daggy stuff, whether it's, you know, the, the old jeans that are a little bit oversized and they're, you know, hanging at the knees and in the crutch and whatnot and you go out wearing that, you're going to feel slouchy and and scruffy and but <laughs> the the trousers or the skirt or whatever whatever it is dress let's just say whatever the outfit is that you feel great in you're going to actually approach the world with confidence and that's why I encourage mm. people to 
reduce your wardrobe so you're actually wearing what you love so that you feel good. That way you can feel good about anything you encounter in the day. Yeah, because we often just store heaps of stuff just for the sake of it. I don't know why we do that. It must be just a, this hoarding effect that we, we do over the years. It's a- I think it's got a lot to do with consumerism and marketing mm. um, in the last oh, nearly 100 years. We've certainly been impacted with big businesses telling us how to operate and whether that's mm. with clothes or otherwise. So, yes, it is, you know, and, and the noughties, I think especially, has a lot lot to um, answer for because we had the rise of Paris Hilton who was saying things like, I would never be seen in the same thing twice, Yeah, which wasn't happening 100 years ago. Um, oh, but, no. but marketing started back then and if not before even, but certainly the overconsumption 80s was about more, more, more. And so all of a sudden 80s, 90s, noughties, you know, those last three generations, well, four now, you know, because we're in the teens. What do we call the teens? Yeah, well, are we in the uh, 90s and the 20s and then the 20s again? Then we're back to the 20s. So what do we call Yeah, what do we call it? Well, I reckon we should go back to the 20s again. That would be cool to be. Oh, it's the no, 20s. We'll be the 20s, but what it is it be. now in the teenies? Yeah, that's gross. Don't ever say teenies. Teenies. They'll come anyway, up with something. Basically, yeah. basically, um I think the reason why we're hoarding is because we are a condition of We've been conditioned. Mass consumerism. Yeah. yeah. So we could delve into that and get really serious with it. But So that's why I designed the basics, which is nothing new. It's a capsule wardrobe, which was pioneered by Susie Foe in the 70s. She had a store called, I think it was called Wardrobe or Closet. Clever. Yeah, it's really unique. Um, <laughs> in London. <laughs> Would have been back then. Yeah, that's right. And so she had um, just a capsule wardrobe. And so obviously that's evolved and, you know, ebbed and flowed since the 70s. So when you say capsule, that's like key pieces that mm-hmm. everyone should have in their wardrobe. Yeah. Like of how many is it? Like Minus 24. Right. Um, Donna Coran did a runway show in the 80s and she had – I believe it was seven pieces, and wow. so she just ca- the models came out wearing those seven pieces in different ways. That's amazing. Really highlighting how you can be versatile with your wardrobe. So mine is twenty four pieces, including accessories like a good handbag, a scarf, mm. and then your outerwear, your trousers, skirts, dresses, etc. So twenty four pieces that I suggest to have as a foundation to your wardrobe, and then from there you can add personality pops. But using that foundation means style is effortless. So I encourage people to spend less time thinking about what to wear Mm. and more time going out, getting out of the house and going and enjoying the day. You know, Mm -hmm. just if you've got that capsule wardrobe set up, then you just go in, you put it on and you get out of there and go and do the important things because getting dressed isn't important. It isn't. Well, no. Well, you you would be proud of me. The other day I bought two white t-shirts. That's all I bought. And I'm looking at all these other clothes and I'm like, oh, that could be cute. I'm like, no, we didn't come here to buy all those things. You've got other stuff. Two white T-shirts. That's right. And I'm like, oh, and what I can do with those. So I was like, you know, I took that inspiration. That's great. I know. Well done, Sarah. That's taught awesome. me heaps. Because you've taught a few, like a few hot tips I'd say I'd learnt from you that I was like, oh, my God, changed my life. Thanks, Erin. <laughs> was like rolling up, rolling up the bottom of the jeans. Now, I know people that probably – you know, listening in their cars or whatever, going, tomorrow, everyone's doing that already. But I was not doing that. But it works so much better with sneakers and boots and stuff like that. And I was like, thank you, Erin. Just a little trick. A little trick. And the tuck. I love the little bit of the French tuck or yes. the half tuck. Yes. There's lots of different things There's that you can do. lots of different things. And that's it. But um, that, what you just said, having a, a conscious approach to your 
consuming. Yes, I was. I think is really important in the modern world because yeah. often we go out like. And look, I'm guilty myself. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> and over. <laughs> Before I was styling and, you know, when I was living in Sydney and doing all of those sorts of things, mm. um, I I definitely thought that a successful shop was when I got home and had forgotten that I'd purchased something. So yeah. I'd purchased that much that then I found like a little bracelet or something that I was like, oh, you know, Exciting. I forgot that I – or earrings or something and I was like, oh, I forgot about those. Yay. You know, yeah. whereas now I'm like, God, that's terrible yeah. because, it, you know, it feeds into all of the, you know, waste and all of that sort of stuff, which is a, which is a whole other yeah. conversation. But now it's very much about, okay, what do I need? Identifying what you need and so then when you go shopping – whether it's, you know, in a department store or online or in an op shop or in a local boutique, depending on where you're going shopping, you're going in there and you're not going, oh, those collots are nice when I need a white tea, like what you did. Mm. You got your white teas. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But you are an amazing op shopper, speaking of op shops, because that's a big part of your business or your sort of beliefs in fashion as well is that the whole, obviously, you know, reusing and recycling and eco-friendly. Yeah. Uh, so was that the only places you shop is basically op shops or no, online as well no i oh know i am um certainly a fan of the op shop because again that whole stolen stylist stealing ideas mm. from previous generations i do not encourage to go to an op shop and steal don't do that oh my god don't that would be like the anywhere. worst thing ever yeah that's not okay Jeez, anyone says in the g-spot that they stole from an op shop or from- not good <laughs> not good not good um <laughs> but but no don't do that yeah but the idea is stealing the ideas from previous generations and paying for them, obviously, which is not only evident in op shops because that's the physical this is from a previous generation, which is amazing and let's wear that. But also local designers are creating ideas based on things that we've seen before. So, no, I shop in op shops, I shop in local boutiques, I shop online, but I I try to avoid, mostly avoid... um, Crappy stuff. Fast fashion yeah, spots. In fact, I don't mostly. I just, I just avoid them. So do quality and locals also really good. Yeah, that's great as well. Doing local, I need to get into that more. Support the local. Yeah, uh, that's right. And I think when you're purchasing, when you're not over consuming and you're really consciously consuming, it's you know because local is a bit dearer because there's a lot of time put into the creation of that. So whether it's mm. they're doing you know, their own graphics and then getting somebody else to draw it up and then getting it printed or if they're actually hand sewing it themselves. You know, here in South Australia there's a lot of amazing, amazing designers doing their own thing. Yeah, which I didn't even know about until I was like, whoa, okay, people are doing that here. That's Never right. occurred to me. And I, I tried to share that as much as I can on my, my Instagram, the ones that I see in here, but, you know, there's loads out there and it's yeah. just a matter of just going local designers. But yeah. obviously because there's a lot of time put into that, it's not going into big, you know, fast chain outlets with a disgusting supply chain, you know, because it's getting made in dodgy places in, you know, third world countries. It's actually being made here and love is being put into it. So it's going to be a little bit dearer. But when you're consciously consuming, you're not buying 20 fast fashion tops that cost the same as one local. That's right. And that one local one will last. And if there are problems with it, you can go directly to the maker and go, hey, this, yeah. is, this is what I'm finding. It's like buying the leather jacket, right? So that'll last you for however long. But if you're buying like a, what is it, pleather or mm. something, you're going to buy like four, three of those in that same period of time that that leather jacket lasts. That's and right. And spending the same amount of money probably. Yeah, exactly. Hello. So it's, it's a no-brainer, guys. <laughs> 
Sorry, my sick face. Hilarious. So I know. It's great. But it's true. I'm paying myself out because I'm learning these things as I'm going. And that's that, you it. know, which it. it's crossed. It's great. But yeah. anyway, that's, yeah. that's oh. all about. Oh, it is good. So how so what? How does the process work when you're doing a uh, styling session for someone? Like, what do you not leave to give away your secrets? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure people want to uh, do it themselves. Well, but, it's not on you. It's not on like there are other stylists doing the same thing. Don't go to like, them though. Okay. In terms of styling, don't go to Aaron. Put some subliminal messaging in here. <laughs> no, not not blatant. Just <laughs> yeah, but it's, so it's you know wardrobe edit like you described, and then from there I find what you need, and then I I can take you on a tailored shop. So it's tailored specifically to you and what you need. Um, I can do style coaching where I talk you like we meet for coffee or wine. And she's like, wine's preferable. Wine's great. <laughs> you know, and we chat about your personal style. So I can give you the tips and the tricks to do it yourself if you don't want me coming into your wardrobe and, you know, really it is scary. rummaging through it. I it know. is not scary. I was a little bit. Well, when you it's know someone's not. very fashionable no. and then they, they come into your wardrobe where you're just going, not oh, scary. my <laughs> Lord, can you not? Like, I, what's funny is I decluttered my wardrobe before you even came. And yes. we still got rid of three garbage bags. But that's that not unusual. That's a lot of my clients do that. I thought you'd come in and go, well, there's nothing for me to do here. Oh, it's fabulous. And then she's like, what's this? Put it in a pile. Get rid of it. I'm like, oh, Lord. There was so much to learn. Well, but, you know, yeah. I feel like I was especially ruthless with you. Well, you were. Because it was you were fun. A bit mean. No, it was not. No, mean. you weren't mean. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. Now it you're going to scare people away. No, this is not. <laughs> She'd be so kind, so kind. But what I like is that I think that you, like when you say you tailor uh, the uh, styling to the person, I think that's the difference between uh, probably a very. Um, experienced and, and a good stylist opposed to someone who will style everyone the same. I mm. can imagine there are people, that's, that would be my fear, oh, they're just, they have this thing in mind that everyone wears that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, everyone's just kind of being churned out like lemmings. Well, we, I um, design a virtual mood board, especially for the for you, you know, the client that we can share. Depending on what kind of of style, like you identified style, which I liked, because some people don't know what style they have, and that was my problem. Yes, sorry, continue about the mood board. No, that's it. That's what what I was going to say. Mood board. Yes, it was exciting. I was like, I don't actually know my style because I thought I liked this, but then that, but then when I thought about it, and we kind of put the pieces together in pictures, I was like, oh, it appears that I kind of like 70s clothing. That's right. The bit of a, you know. Bit of Susie modern, Faux. Oh, modern twist. <laughs> the Susie Faux the... wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. Off to London with you then, old chap. Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to be there soon. <laughs> yes, you are. So what am I going to do? Oh, spend How long are you clothes. in London? For like three days. Not very long, three oh, days. Right. On so the way home. Yeah, sort of on the way there and on the way home when I go Great. to my sister's wedding in, in Scotland. Scotland. So there'll be no shopping there. And How's your Scottish accent? Oh, God, here we go. Okay, it's excellent. No, it's not good at all. Oh, oh yeah. It's terrible. A... Oh, great. Erin, you styled me wardrobe. Oh. That's no how you style me wardrobe. Oh, go on, chop, chop to Irish now. No, no. Go on. Go on, you do Irish first and I'll do it. Fiddle dee potatoes. Did you say fiddle dee dee? Diddle dee dee. Diddle dee You're absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Accents always come out on this show, don't they? Imagine if there was like a podcaster doing the kilt trip. The guilt trip in oh, Ireland. Oh, the guilt trip. It'd be the, the same thing, but there's someone called Tamira. We'll go and have a killed Kenny. Yes. And a little bit of Guinness. Oh, <laughs> that's a, a wee bit of Guinness. I think it's a little bit better. Oh, that was good. Yes, of course. You're getting into it. Yes, I'm going to. No, it's stop a, now. It's a bit Irish and a bit York, meets Yorkshire. Well, Yorkshire. why not? A bit Cockney. 
<laughs> so I'd like to know, P.S., how do you do all this with four kids? Because that's out of control. Because considering you personally have you have four kids and, and, you're, and you're married and you're running your business and your husband runs his business and you're doing this, doing this, doing this, how are you doing this is what we want to know because you're a very driven person. You've got a finger in a lot of pies. It's all happening. Where does that come from? Have you always had that kind of drive and that motivation to action things and do things? That's a really good question. I think I think you just do. I, I do believe yeah. I'm very inspired by my husband. He is known as the energizer bunny that just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah, right. I certainly don't have the same levels of energy that he has, it's mm. extreme. And I think being married to him for 11 years, there's certainly an element of that that rubs off. So mm. I've always been a, a goer, a what's next kind of person. And I think that, you know, opportunities present um, and I didn't want to keep doing things that didn't fuel my fire. Yeah. And so I made the change to start the business and do it like that, you know. And so it's managing the kids and being mum and then knowing when to take that hat off and put the other hat on, you know. That's a hard balance. Do Evenings, you find that hard? Don't, don't watch a great deal of telly, I guess. That's that might a good be idea. a part of it. Yeah. But what was the question, sorry? I don't know. Do you find no, that how hard? No, how do you oh. manage it all? Like oh. I guess, you, well, you don't yeah. watch TV, so it's a good start. Not a lot. Yeah. A little bit more lately, but if there's work to be done, I'll just whip out the laptop once the kids have gone to bed and do a few hours there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you say if you want something done, ask a busy person. So That's I right. think the more you've got on, the more you're going to try and get everything done, which, you know, yeah, it's always a good way to go. But, yeah, like how many? Four under five. Hello, lady. Yeah, four under four. Oh, actually. But how, oh, four under four. <laughs> oh, man. How does that oh, work? Oh, yeah. How does that Hang work? Hang on. Where's the maths in that? <laughs> oh, you, were po- you were pregnant for like 20 years. What is going on there? That's about That's right. a long time. <laughs> but as I said, I'm sort of like, what's next? Okay. Another baby. What's the end point? Okay. So, and <laughs> you just did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that we, I always wanted four and – Lockie said that he always wanted four, but there was a moment I'm sure he said he wanted three. <laughs> and you're like, too late because it's coming out of my vagina. That, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Hello, Hello surprise. Me. And they're no, very cute No too. surprises. All planned. Yeah. Well, thing. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's great. I always think of people with it's what's nice with people with big families. I think your Christmas is in the future when they're all grown up. It's going to be so cute. Like you'll have so many people around the table and well, in-laws and like daughter-in-laws. Hopefully and they all still want to be there and not yeah, be like, I'm not coming, Mum. Oh, no, they will. They'll be like, Mum, you're the best. Yeah. And they'll all be so stylish. <laughs> or you'll have one that's just not. <laughs> like you'll have one that all like the black sheep. Look, Mum, look what I'm wearing, staggy, tracky pants. And I'm certainly not <laughs> the person that expects my kids to look a certain way either. Like I, no, I don't enjoy Endorse styling the kids. I'm yeah. like, you know what? You wear what you want to wear, and yeah. and sometimes it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yep. And then sometimes you kind of go, oh, that looks good. Yeah, well done. That's a good pick. Other Fred, times, Fred not likes so to wear red on red, and it's like maybe just wear a white tee instead of a red tee on top of those red pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a redhead too. And he's a redhead, so he's got like. He's got like the things, red vibe going on. Things going on. I know they crack you up. It's like Skylar will not wear dresses all of a sudden. Like I'm oh. trying to put the old winter dress with the leggings, and then she goes, "Mum, I'm never wearing dresses again." And I've gone, mm. <laughs> "I'm like, but what about all those dresses in the freaking cupboard?" Anyway, the let it go dresses. tomorrow. Let yeah. it go. Willow won't wear trousers. Doesn't? Oh no, she doesn't. She wears dresses all the yeah. time. All the time. 
Because you're going away and I was surprised actually when you said shorts. I said, so what shorts will you be wearing when you go um, to Bali, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't wear shorts. I'm like, what? Mind blown. (laughs) You're like, just dresses the whole time. I'm like, amazing. Maybe that's where it's from, maybe. But no, I do. I do. I have like a pair of shorts. One. One. Two. Yeah. Actually, that's right. But the second pair has a hole. Yeah. I, I need to mend them. Yeah, because you can. Oh, so you're gonna mend, mend the hole. My mending skills are deplorable. Okay, yeah. maybe you have to get you have to invest, Erin, uh, and uh, maybe that's a gap in your wardrobe. Pair of shorts. Mm. Maybe. She's maybe. Me, no, tomorrow. She's no, sorry, you can't see my face. Yeah. No, yeah. no it's <laughs> maybe. Maybe I shouldn't give Erin uh, styling tips. I do like vintage, vintage dresses. You know, like a sheer dress from the seventies. Yeah. Like yourself, you love the seventies, like high waisted mustard flared pants. Ooh, I need a pair of them. I'm, lo- I'm on the lookout. I did see flares in one of the shops, actually. Oh, yeah. And did you try them on? No, I didn't have time, but I was going to go back and try them on. I know, but I feel like that they are from. They're one of those kind of teeny bopper shop, not teeny bopper, but like younger shops. And I thought, I bet you they're going to fit terribly. Do they're going to be all low risey and mm. like kind of. Yeah, we'll see. We'll try them on. Take a photo and send we'll it to see. you. I'll be like, Erin, what's going on Help there, lady? Help me. Happy to do it. <laughs> could you give, okay, could you give our listeners a couple of like essential style tips? Are you, can you give anything away? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, scarves with your hair. Tell me all about that because I can never work out how to wear a scarf in your hair. Oh, in your hair. Well, I try it, then I go, shut up, and I take it off. And Kai goes, shut up, take that off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got long hair. So yes. for you, I would suggest if you're going to do a scarf and you're, are you wanting to do the, the front knot? I think so. Yeah. So an easy way if you're wanting to do the front knot, tie your hair up higher. Yep. And then wrap the scarf. Depending on the length of the scarf, you might need to do a double wrap. Ooh, and then double just, wrap, yes. And then just do a heavy knot at the front. Okay. So it might be a bow. Um, so then it's like bulky. Otherwise, right. because you have long hair, do a high pony and wrap it around your elastic. Around the pones. Yeah. Yeah. Around okay. the pones, that sounds. Oh. <laughs> 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 but that's an easy way. That's like, you know, if, if the, the head wrap scarf, you know, with the big knot at the front is like just not you, just put it around your pony. Okay, put it around the pony. Happy days. Okay, like a ribbon but yeah. with a scarf. But with a scarf, yeah. With okay. a scarf. And you got to just get it quite right. Yep, the right scarf with the right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to try it. We'll just wear a neutral outfit and okay. then whatever scarf that's you want. That's the pop of colour. So don't go Absolutely. crazy with your patterned outfit and then put that in your hair. And that's why I say a silk scarf. But, it, look, it doesn't have to be silk. It can just go to an op shop. There's usually um, like a basket of, of scarves. Hmm. Um, go in there and get like the even the handkerchief style size yep. scarf. And, you know, grab one of those. They're easy for your hair. And chuck it in, yes. Chuck it in the okay, pony. I'm going to try mm. that. Um, and the second thing, sneakers. What's the go with sneakers? Because at the moment everyone's wearing the really chunky sneakers. Which is the 90s resurgence. Yes, and I was like, when I first saw that, I thought that's terrible. But yeah, now I've been girls. conditioned and I'm like, oh, they look quite good. Start right now. Yeah. Is that yep. what's going on? That's what's going on right now. Okay. Yeah. And with the little roll of the jean. Oh, yeah, a little cuff pant. of the jean if you've got the, right. yeah, I think I think a cuff of the jean always looks, cuff, looks good. Cuff, sorry, cuff, yes. Yeah. Okay. Which roll cuff. Yeah. You know, know, the hottest tip you gave me, which I thought was brilliant, it was like I have an oldish bolero, which was still in good condition. Bolero. That's so like 2005. Yeah, it's so, yeah. I had a a black sparkly one. Sequined. Bolero. And I used to go out in Wollongong. (laughs) (laughs) To to those Wollongonians out there, to the glass house. Oh, it was so bad. What is that? Terrible. What do you mean? It was like a, a club? Nightclub. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, hilarious. But brilliant though. Did you have the best time of your life there? I think I just, you know, it was uni. Yeah, so, yeah, so you did. I was doing, because that's when I was doing my communications degree. Yeah. Which was mostly a degree in how to go to the beach. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you're living in Wollongong, right? Yeah, so yeah. So it's more about having fun and playing with people. Pretending to surf. Yeah. Playing. No, I didn't mean to say playing with people. I meant playing around having and having fun with people. Having fun. Just or maybe fun. I did mean it. It's a new, I'm coining a new phrase. Playing with the people, <laughs> you know. Um, so you wouldn't have been to the planet in Adelaide because you went around and back in the no, 90s. No, because I... My time in Adelaide has been post-party. Yes, mm. post-party. Right, yes. So the Planet was a massive nightclub that I used to go to. Was that I, the one on North Terrace? Uh, Peary Street. Okay. And it's been shut thing? up no for idea. ages. But it was that one of that was one of the places and Wednesday oh. nights would go off and we would go. And, man, what I was wearing circa 1998, 99, oh, yeah. terrible. Oh, wow. Just like jeans with yeah. a, just a plain top. And that like and with the weird some weird shoes, but not like there was no fashion. I felt like there was no nineteen nineties was like weird. Going I don't on. care about how I look because I'm kind of grungy. grungy yeah. yeah. So if you weren't doing like the Spice Girls, no, you, know, you were doing the grungy. the jeans. And if you and weren't doing any of those things, what do you do? See, this was me. The in I'm between, like, you're like, oh, I just want to look nice. But you know, it was also the wide leg jeans with the fitted white tee. So you're kind of like, oh yes, you're kind of on. I remember I did that in yeah. the early nineties. Big belts, yeah, and the big belts, which then that was sort of naughties, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah, it was great. Oh. All the looks, oh. Doc Martens, which have come back. See, well, Doc Martens are brilliant. But I think they're, you know, timeless, let's face it. Well, I don't think they're timeless. There was a moment where they were not okay. <laughs> but then they came back again. But this is it. It's all cycles. It comes and it goes. So in the in the 90s, I know I had my sister had a pair of the plum ones and she had eight holes, but my mum only let me have six holes. You know oh, how what? You know how Oh, the, because they could go right up they were the more holes you had, yes, the more hardcore it was, right? That's right. You're true. But if you had too many holes, then all of a sudden you were like gothic yeah yeah and so you don't do like 12 holes but eight holes was cool yeah yeah oh that's but a mom, good point because i, never mom, I was that. younger only let me have six holes <laughs> and they were blue oh, oh, oh yeah the blue ones <laughs> like the light blue or the navy kind of the dark darker blue yeah, yeah. Well, that's still pretty all right it was you know i never had them because i just felt like i couldn't do it couldn't pull it off oh, couldn't right. go there yeah yeah Anyway, but going back to the bolero, Sorry. we came yes. a long way through yes, the bolero. No, don't apologise. The bolero. This is the best part. Uh, the bolero. It. So it's just a black one and it has little two studs at the front, oh, which yes. I would often I know wear. which one you're talking about now. Which she knows. To go with like wedding dresses or what, not wedding dresses. You'd go to wedding cocktails. It was a cropped cardigan. Yeah, that's what it is. It was a cropped cardigan. Yeah. So they came to your ribs. Yeah. And yeah, not a bolero. What did you say? You said turn it around. Yep. Turn it backwards. So yep. I did that with something underneath, obviously. Like We're a flowy top underneath. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing Amazing. any midriff. Amazing. Yeah. You totally, I suddenly looked like, I felt like Catherine Zeta-Jones a little bit. I was like, <laughs> this is something she would wear to the Oscars. But that's it. It's so much about finding different ways to wear your clothes, you know. Yeah. Amazing. That's but that's, a, that's the one thing, I, well, not one thing, but that's something that definitely stood out. I was like, right, I've got clothes, but this is how I wear them. Yeah, look at them differently. Another tip I love to do is... Merging work from casual, you know, oh. too casual. So oh don't separate the two. No, put them together. Like this, like wearing something quite, uh, not up, what's the word, stylish, that you know that you'd wear going out. But then putting, like you said, a sneaker with it. Yeah. Suddenly, or taking your work blazer and putting it over a pair of jeans. Yeah. You work know, blazer over jeans. Amazing. With sneakers or slash high heels, uh, two different yeah. looks. Nighttime Who daytime. saw that coming? Daytime. So daytime. if you do look at my Instagram <laughs> oh my from now on, it'll be very, very stylish. So stylish. Will it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
But what did you think of the jingle, by the way? Seriously. She is the stolen stylist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. We'll have to play it in a little bit on the background yeah, look, um, when it begins. You don't need me singing it. But tomorrow's got the tunes. <laughs> I got the tunes. Well, I did play one on the uh, the last episode. Yeah, it's debatable um, whether what it was good or not. It was a bit 80s rock. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. I need to listen to that one. Yeah, I you didn't, have to. I missed it. No, it's this morning, so that's fine. Oh. You'll, you'll get it. You'll listen. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Just checking because I wanted to ask you something that oh, is great. about being guilty Ooh. of. Mm. Okay, so when I if I do buy something, say, from said shop, cheap shop, that mm-hmm. has potentially been, well, I try not to. If I know that sweatshops are involved or whatever, you know, or you know, I don't try not to buy from there but I do feel quite guilty buying cheap stuff even though but I still sometimes do it or I used to mm. the guilt associated with that mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just wondering it's funny sort of what your your take on that whole thing is people pop they know it's like going into if you went into the supermarket to buy beef in the packet and there was a big tv showing you how it was done you know, the truth of it. We all know the truth behind it, but we ignore yep. it, right? So there's that massive guilt factor, I think, which, which comes with clothing as well. And I think it's a hard one to kind of mitigate. Like I would love I would love it if there were like big TVs. This is how we make yeah. our clothes in India, you know. <laughs> this is how it happens. Um, <laughs> I think there's Children an, working. It's hard because you're, you're often a budget will determine where you spend. Yeah, right. So the budget which is hard. thing. Which is why I encourage the op shops because you can get exactly. good quality uh, clothing that's been pre-loved and you can bring that into your wardrobe. So in doing that, you're not directly supporting the fast fashion mm. cycle. But then there are arguments that would suggest that in by supporting, by buying those clothes from the op shop, it's still supporting it in a way because it's encouraging the people to, in the first place, buy it because then they've got to get out of jail free card. Yes. So it, you know, there's there's so many levels to that, but but I do think that not going directly to the store and um, purchasing pre loved pieces is a way around that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and you can so come that, up with so much then, more then for your you money. Can come with less guilt. Yeah, mm. it might mean a little bit more sifting to find what you need. Mm. You know, but I, I mean, I have an event coming up yes. in a couple of weeks, mm. and I'm thinking about my outfit for that. What it, now? Tell us about this event. And what it's all about, because this is another part of what you do. Yes, uh, is well, you've created a magazine. Is yes, what you that's have, correct. which is amazing. Film magazine. Can you tell? Yeah, fil, fil. <laughs> which is what in French? You were telling thread. me the other day. Thread. thread. It's French word for thread, mm. which is um, you know the textile thread, obviously, and also the thread of a conversation, like what you and I are having right now. Smart. And so it's about bringing people together. You know, creatives and small business owners, locals in whatever location it's a national publication and bringing people together it's by the people for the people so that people can have a voice I said people a lot just then people can have a voice to share their experiences so it's not you know hard hitting you know high fashion and it's not hard hitting it's not hard hitting (laughs) news magazine it's it's more of a journal for people to enjoy it's beautiful artwork it's beautiful you know food stuff in there food you know, slow fashions in there. There's a fashion editorial. You know, just some really cool stuff. And but it looks beautiful as well. It's amazing. We've got the first proof. It's so exciting. Oh, did you, have you got it in your hands? So you've got it in your in my hot, hot hands. hands. Wow. Not right now, but no, you know, no. yesterday. Yes. And oh, then it, that's awesome. Second proof gets in my hands tomorrow, and then it's off to print next week. Fantastic. So, so you've got a launch coming up event. for that. Yes, and I'm thinking about the outfit for that. Oh. Um, 
I'd like to wear something special because a lot of hard work has gone into that. And and there's so there's an online store called The Real Real, which is secondhand designer pieces. And I'm going to go to an op shop or, and have a look there. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be buying brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be very much in line with my ethos with the Stolen Stars and magazine. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah about about recreating what we've seen and and rocking it for now. You know, yeah. The magazine and my the Stolen Stylist is not about trends. Mm-hmm. I'm very anti trends. Don't buy into what you must wear for summer, what you must wear for winter, what you must wear for mm. da da da. Just wear what you want to wear. And feel good. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, lady. Well, this is exciting, this launch. So can you tell us if we want to buy tickets because you can buy tickets and have a fabulous evening and there's wine and stuff. Oh, there's no, actually, actually there's no wine. Gin. There's gin. Gin. And cider and beer. Okay. Amazing. um, And the food is by Jessie Spivey. So the gin is Adelaide Hills Distillery. Then we've got Mismatch Brewery and Mm. the Hills Cider Company, Cider. So Mm. if you want to get tickets, where do you go? Sorry. Tell us, lady. (laughs) I got distracted by the booze. Oh, you did? (laughs) Well, yeah, people want to get to the booze. How do we get to the booze? No, just kidding. How do we get to the launch where the booze is? Yeah, you get your own magazine. So it's um, filmmagazine.com.au. And you can get tickets there and buy it online. That's right. I'm going to go. It's very exciting. What the hell am I going to wear? I'm a bit nervous. I'm oh, going to rock be. up. I, I, I might even wear my hat. We'll have wine. Can and I wear that your hat? outfit? I, okay. Can I wear the hat? Yeah. Okay. Because I bought a hat. I haven't worn it yet. I'm just going. I'm waiting for the right, um, right opportunity to wear the hat. The hat will be worn. <laughs> oh, we need to reflect hats. back on the hat. Yeah, the hats. Are, hats you Ooh, see, I find we'll take are a hard. picture and put it on your feed. Okay, we'll okay. do that. You'll see the hat, people. You'll see the hat, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, I do like hats, but I find they're hard to wear. And when I see people wearing hats, I always get a little bit jealous and go, wow, they're really rock- pulling off that hat. I know. You, it, you feel so conspicuous when you're wearing a hat. Feel but like, in actual yeah. fact, you just look great. You reckon? I think so. Apart from if it's hats We're not talking beanies. We're talking proper hats, people. Hats you know. one of my favourite accessories. Yes, you wear hats well. Yes. Hats are fun. Love a good hat. Hats. Hats. I think we need to write a poem about hats. It's, it's almost going a little bit Dr. Seuss. Like we said hats many, many times just then. Hats. What was the question I even asked you? Oh, so the magazine. Yes. The launch event. Filmmagazine.com.au. So, so, yeah, so you're doing so the magazine's happening. You're obviously working on your business. What else is going on? Oh, I seem to remember that you were in a commercial once too. What was that commercial? <laughs> no. Tell me. Don't Come do on. It. You don't want to do it? Get into your comfort zone. No. And save. <laughs> Is it? Hang on, making mattresses? No, no. Sorry, sofa, sofa shop. shop. Mm. Google it. I'm no, telling you, please. Brilliant. You watch how she. No, it's lands. not me. Okay, it's not me. It's not you. You'll see her. Yeah, it's true. It was me. I was on the shop. sofa shop. It was great and lovely family-run business that's um, now closing for retirement. Is it? Yeah. I love their jingle. That was good. And yeah. then, and you were you. you Get on there. What do you Lounging say? Say it again. Couch, couch, you, lou- yeah. you jump on the couch and you kind of get there with a pillow and you say, get into your comfort zone. And I think actually when we were recording it, they said, too sexy. <laughs> so I had to like unsexify it. <laughs> you had to be like a bit more mumsy or a bit more like. A little bit more not you know, sexy. Yeah, not <laughs> sexy. So not get into your comfort zone. Well, that was better than what someone told me when I did like a, a screen workshop. Tamara, less face on camera. Less face. <laughs> How can I have less face? This is my fucking face. Seriously. Anyway. Oh, that is gold. Yeah. Also less why face. I, yeah. Yeah. Less face. Too much eyebrow action. So oh, like as in too much expression. Yeah, too much expression is what they meant. It's but I'm like, like, well, okay, well, this is me. Did they say that to Jim Carrey? 
Come on, double don't standard. Think so. Don't think so. They were like, so more rude. face. More face, Jim. Come on, Jimmy. More face. All right, lovely. We're moving on to the G spot. You want to do the G spot or Let's you have to do it. be guilty, not guilty? It's the G spot. Okay. First question, which is in all seriousness Have you ever streaked without clothes on? Yes. <gasps> Tell us the story. Oh, great. Wollongong. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everything happen in Wollongong? Well, it's the place. It was the place to be. Brings out the best in you. Um, look, the truth is, um, my girlfriend lived in a high rise apartment. And over the fence in the next door high-rise apartment was a swimming pool. So we thought we'd um, break into the swimming pool and have a wee dip at, you know, in the middle of the night with, you know, a few drinks under our belt. And then when we got out of the pool, we realised we were too wet to put the clothes on. So, But we couldn't jump back over the fence. We had to run around the block to get back. So we did a nudie run. Streaked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not the only time, but that's the <gasps> one I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, lady. You know one saw you or did they? Oh, how exciting. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody – look, they were high-rise apartments, so I'm, I'm not surprised that somebody looked – Oh, they would have seen you. Story. How exciting. Was it exhilarating? Oh, it was just hilarious. I was just laughing the whole time. It's good fun, isn't it? It's hilarious. Kai and I were talking about that the other day and he reminded me that I did it. I didn't even remember. Oh, that really? He, we were at his old house. Just the once, Tamara. Yeah, surprisingly. And he's gone, I dare you to run it. So he said this like as if, come on, we were dating. Go over across the road. There was a bus stop <laughs> on the other side of a very busy road. He goes – Cross the road naked, touch the bus stop sign and come back oh over the my road. God. Which and would you have... were like, okay, I like you. And apparently I'm gonna, I did. I'm going to impress you. <laughs> I think I was. I did. And I ran across well, naked and came back. You're married now, two no, kids. I know. Well, locked, locked me in because he had that secret and photos. You know so had, had you not to, done it? He bribed me. Yeah. You might not be here today. Not might, might well, not be in here. this capacity. Yeah. Mm. True that. Mm. Well, debatable. Well, maybe I could be very rich <laughs> wearing Dolce & Gabbana, but you know. <laughs> For the Your meantime. Louis Vuitton scarf. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my yeah. Actually, I don't even want one of those. No. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> just saying that. So you streaked. Well, that's very yep. exciting. I want to hear about this other time. You can't talk about that one. Oh, like oh. nudie swims, you oh, know. okay. You know, then at the rugby club, there was like we all did a nudie run. Like, did you? Streaking on the on the Oval, oval? at time after an event, you know, because that's <laughs> That was what only the other week. Yeah. Not in Wollongong. That in was Adelaide. before I had children and things were back here. <laughs> I know. Would you do it? Hey, we should do a streak now to make a stand. Like but right now? Women, not right now. No. It's too cold. Come on. Jesus. It might make things back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would, wouldn't it? Things would go up. Uh, that little bit. Yeah. Um, do yes, it. I would do another streak. Would you? Yeah. Oh, Instagram, watch it. out because nothing's going to happen. <laughs> we're, not, no, we're not putting we're anything not up there. It. Or are we? Watch this space. <laughs> or don't watch it. <laughs> okay. What, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. So guilty of that. Right. There you go. All right. So There's a sec- couple. <laughs> second, second question was, what was your biggest fashion faux pas? Can you remember? Or give us Oh, immediately comes yeah. to mind a pair of heels that I had <laughs> in Wollongong. What? <laughs> a pair of heels that I had the in Wollongong. Gongers. Wollongong. Gongers. Gong, Did they call it wrong. gongers, by the way? What did they call it for short? The Anything? gong. The gong. Right. Yeah. Gong gone wrong. Cool. With these heels. They were <laughs> stiletto heels, white, with like a neon green strap across the toes. That oh. they were pretty gross. Mind you, they could be kind of. I had a moment where I thought, these could be cool. Do you know what? I found them in an op shop 
in Wollongong. The same one. That's where my op shopping all started in Wollongong. Because there was nowhere yeah. else. No. Yeah, anyway, it was disgusting. And I'm pretty sure it was synthetic. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't leather. And yeah. so I broke my shoe rule at that point. Uh. Um yeah, no, so bad. And they were so high they were like impossible to walk in. So there you go, there's my yeah. fashion faux pas. Oh my god. What about do you remember those thongs that had a heel? For a while there, they were actually like rubber oh, songs and look, they had a heel. You had some, didn't No, you? of course I didn't because they were even wrong when they but, were around. Oh, yeah. They were wrong. Did you have No, a my sister had one though. Oh, I remember. No. I was like, what is that? And how do you, what, that's, what do you wear that with? What do you do there? Nothing because you don't own them. Oh, <laughs> that was so bad. It was terrible. It was okay. like, like the platform Crocs that are around recently. Terrible. Ooh. Did you not see them? I don't But they were like extreme platform Crocs. Wow. I mean, Crocs are wrong.com to begin with. Yeah. Let alone, anyway, yes. I so think so. I agree with you on that Terrible. Crocs point. Mm-hmm. Unless you're gardening, then it's okay, potentially. They're all right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. The big question Have yep. you ever shoplifted? Shoplifted? No. Stolen? Oh, apart from styles. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. So stolen. This is even worse than shoplifted. So, yes, stolen. Yeah. A pink pen from my friend in grade one. A pink pen. A pink pen. Okay. A little pink barrow. Okay. Sorry, it's not that exciting. And I felt so Hang- bad that I returned it to her the next day. It may have been a week later, actually. Oh, my goodness. But in grade one. I, and I just moved to the school. And it was, so it was a new school. Oh, you were, like, earning your stripes early on. I'm yeah. the rebel without a cause. Kate, don't mess with me. Don't mess with the black sheep. Don't mess yeah, with Kate Aaron. had a pink pen, liked it. And so I okay. took it home. I know. And then I remembered it. Maybe mum made me realise or maybe my guilt just was... So just eating you alive mm. as it does. So I returned all. it to Kate and I apologise. Is that all? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You've got nothing else, Erin. I sold nothing. You, would you I'm ever afraid. steal anything as an adult? Do you reckon? Have you ever had? Because I saw. I'll tell you what. I was watching Ocean's Eight. Oh, oh, what about like, you know, like a flower, like a cutting? Is that stealing? If you just take it from oh, like? Oh God, a no. That's kind of old lady stealing. What is that? Stealing. Something my nana would do. But that's not shoplifting. Sorry, Ocean's Eleven. Okay, yeah. God, stealing your plants, Jim. Um, yeah, Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. I was watching it. Whichever one is with the chicks in it, like Kate Blanchett and oh, so like the most Sandra recent Bullock. one, yeah, yeah, which is like Ocean Thirty Four. Is it? Yeah, like <laughs> Ocean's One Hundred One. And Sandra Bullock does this really cool thing, which I don't encourage anyone to do, but I thought that's quite a smart way to to shoplift. She went into a department store and she just picked out all these makeup like lipsticks, and she came up with a few things. Went, walked up to the counter quite confidently and said. Excuse me, I'd like to return these. And she goes, "Oh, well, we can't really return them. They've, you know, they've been opened." She's like, "Oh, God, but they're just not my color. I didn't want them. Can you come on? You have to return them." She says, "Sorry, we cannot return them." She goes, "Oh, just keep them then and puts them in her bag." And, oh. and I was like, <laughs> "So smart." I wonder if that's what Renona Ryder did. She's she's a little bit of a uh, what do you call it a celebrity um, thief. Uh, so she's a celebrity thief, but she's like our mascot for the G spot. I reckon it should be. Uh, it's the G spot with her face popping up. It's well, you, know? you could. You, I mean, it is G spot. You could call it the Winona spot. <laughs> the Winona spot. I'm like it just doesn't work. Winona. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was a pretty cool way to that steal. That is clever. That is one way Isn't to it? do it. I do not endorse it. Though. No, don't at all. But it makes you want to go. Like saying to a friend the other day, like the the exhilaration of it for a bit. Like if you could do it as a bit of an experiment, and then. Just, you know, turn around and go, just kidding, everyone. It's just a social experiment. And do like, here are the cameras. There's a TV show. Then I would like that, you know, because then you get the thrill of kind of getting away with it. But then you don't have that, have the guilty conscience. That's right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's 
go for it. Like tomorrow. you did. With, okay, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. Erin, thank it. you for being on the on the Gisbert and on the Guild trip. Pleasure. It was Anytime. fun. It was great. Thanks for all the styling tips. I will continue to use them now and into the future. <laughs> great. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>